Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Star Wars Battlefront 2, initially one of the most despised games of the modern generation that also had arguably the best turnaround in recent memory, going from a grinding microtransaction encouraging mess to a far more fan-servicing sandbox of Star Wars ephemera, I'd still say this is one of the best Star Wars games ever made and its legions of fans would agree. Josh Brown, why can't EA and DICE just carry that momentum forward? It's funny, Scott, because you say that, and that could apply to like a bunch of different franchises that both EA and DICE currently work on. But I am, when it comes to this specifically, the issue seems to be, my friend, that mm. the Star Wars license just costs way more than EA are willing to play. And when it comes down to the number crunching and what makes the most money, mm. Star Wars is more of a difficult sell than you might think. You know, you see the Star Wars license and you think that that's just going to be an excuse to print money because Star yeah. Wars is one of the biggest entertainment properties in the entire world, but apparently that comes with a cost to license the biggest entertainment property in the world, or one of them. Apparently, mm -hmm. you need to sell 20% more copies of a game than you need to um, sell if you were, you know, releasing your own IP, like a Battlefield, for instance, which yes. DICE also work on. So all this comes from Tom Tenders Henderson over on Twitter. Who He's a very well-known leaker for Call of Duty stuff, Battlefront stuff, Battlefield stuff as well. Um, and he's talking to an anonymous developer working on the project saying that the way the licensing fee rolled out, they would have to sell 20% more sales overall to recoup the same amount of money. So um, with that in mind, that seemed to be quite an easy calculus, a Thanos-style simple calculus for EA to go <laughs> actually... That's not for us. Uh, we'll stand back. Also, I think there is that wider thing of just Star Wars is not in the place that it was. Um, you know, even a good few years ago, Rise of Skywalker. For me, I mean, I'm just going to say for me, and overall, <laughs> I just feel the energy around Star Wars is nowhere near what it was. So if, like I said, if your EA, the optics of Star Wars, makes you want to take a step back, um, you know, they do have other irons in the fire. They do have Jedi Fallen Order 2 coming up. Like, obviously, it's a single-player game, something that they've rallied against in the years previous. Um, but for me, I think what they're doing is taking a step back, letting other games fill the space. Obviously, Lucasfilm, uh, Lucasfilm Games, or whatever you call the new division of uh, LucasArts, is setting loads of different projects in motion. They can take a step back, let the Star Wars name, in the gaming space get stronger overall and then maybe come back in with Battlefront 3 later when they know yeah. that the sales are going to be there um, considering that you know, over time it should get stronger again if Star Wars itself sorts itself out. 
Well, I mean, dude, even without this like 20% markup that comes from mm. Tom Henderson, like you said, you know, EA spent a solid seven years just getting battered for making Star Wars games that were disappointing <laughs> people or canceling Star Wars games that people were really interested in. You know, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a number out there, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they like cancel as many Star Wars games as they released essentially? You know, they didn't have more. an easy ride with it in like mm -hmm. the ones that they did release up until um, Jedi Fallen Order were either very controversial, like Battlefront 2 initially, or just kind of disappointing, like Battlefront 1 was. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like, it's not like they've had an easy ride. It's not like they've released a lot of games. And I think that was reflected when, you know, the license became more democratized in 2020, I think it was, where EA is still going to make Star Wars games, but they're, mm -hmm. they're not going to exclusively make Star Wars games. Like you said, there are a bunch of well, studios, Ubisoft's getting in on it, um, mm -hmm. and now we've seen it kind of like spread out. Well, David Cage is getting in on it. Like, I mean, you talk about spreading God, yeah. the IP around. Um, you know, Quantic Dream themselves are doing something with Star Wars. But yeah, that was the whole thing. They inked the deal, I think, initially in 2013. It was meant to be a decade-long thing. And then Disney got on the blower and said, actually, the way this is rolled out is not what we want. And we're going to, like you said, yeah. democratize it, hand it out to other people, see what other teams can do with this stuff. Um, it's worth throwing in here as well, just for the future of Battlefront, um, that a lot of the key members of DICE that made that managed to turn around Battlefront 2, considering the smoldering wreck it was in in 2017, a lot of the key members of staff have now left the company. Um, so yeah. uh, that includes Battlefront uh, 2's creative director Dennis Branval, core gameplay designer Christian Johannesy, and lead hero designer Guillaume Moroz. Now, assumedly, like I just have to assume they're the people that instrumentally helped turn it around because 2017's version of Battlefront 2 was absolutely on fire. And I think if they're not on hand to go straight into Battlefront 3, then whatever version of the game we would have got anyway, um, you know, maybe isn't going to turn out as well. Yeah. It's probably better that they take some time and figure out what the hell they want to deal with the Battlefront IP overall. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, you, you've seen that not just on the Battlefront franchise, but in the Battlefield franchise. You know, DICE has lost mm. a lot of key players over the past few years. Battlefield M5, obviously disappointed and underperformed. Battlefield 2042 right now has had a lot of problems and the community is not happy with the way <laughs> that's been um, rolled mm. out. The creative director, for instance, of that game has now left. So there's been a lot of key personnel coming and going in that studio over the years, which, yeah, combined with this um, d- d- demand to get um, more copies in to justify mm. the the cost of the games um, has undoubtedly compounded to them just being like, right, we're going to take some time. We're going to hopefully get this right. We're going to let other studios with more well-received games and more importantly, more successful games uh, or more profitable Mm -hmm. games at the very least um, come in and work on Star Wars, like you said, with Respawn in Jedi Fallen Order. Because Jedi Fallen Order, that was like this lightning bolt of, you know, (laughs) inspiration for EA. For the longest time, like you said, you know, they were saying, single-player games are dead. Nobody wants to play single-player games. We're going to make these um, story, these uh, multiplayer um, live service games and then mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order came out which was exclusively single player and it sold ridiculous amounts it like yeah. well over did what EA expected I think in the first year it did 8 million sales that's definitely up to 10 if not more thanks to the recent remaster which mm-hmm. if you compare to um, Titanfall 2 which is you know I'm sure you agree My one baby. of the best first person shooters of the past generation mm-hmm. like that's a great game it's Respawn's own IP that only sold 4 million so there's like a, a gap there where Jedi Fallen Order did double what the other IP that that studio currently has um, did. So for that reason, it should be a no-brainer for EA mm-hmm. to go, yeah, that 20% extra that we need to take into account, it's not really a factor here because it did double and has the potential to do even more um, with the sequel. Mm-hmm. So I think I that's, that's kind the... of the reason why there are, sorry, I think that's right. That's, that's a reason why um, some studios are seemingly allowed to work on Star Wars and others are not because they're mm. not getting Battlefront 3. Yeah, I mean, in regards to Titanfall 2, obviously EA themselves messed up the marketing side of oh, it yeah. and dropped it in the, the little weird little sandwich that it was in between Call of Duty and Battlefield. But it, it just kind of speaks to the, the way that they've managed stuff over the years. Like you said, there's so many projects cancelled. The general energy around Star Wars, especially in the gaming space for the last decade, let's say, is not very strong. Um, right now, there's Jedi Fallen Order 2 on the way. There's Knights of the Old Republic coming from Aspire. Um, and I forget who's publishing that off the top of my head. Um, Luke, I think it's the Lucas chain, Lucas Games, Lucas Arts. They've had so many different names that I'm just referring <laughs> to them as just George Lucas's little After Effects thing <laughs> that's making games. George Lucas that just yeah just big george's funhouse it's just they're still making stuff and that's fine um but yeah i think that the way that ea have um you know looked after the deal that they were exclusively given is nothing less than a disaster a hilarious tragic disaster and there are many you know you can go on the there's various lists of the amount of projects that just didn't get it out the door including the likes of amy hennig stuff which all of us would have loved to see and now that they're yeah. realizing that single player stuff does sell because it never didn't sell um that's one of the biggest missed opportunities you could have had an amy hennig fronted star wars game with the budget of EA, and it could have been phenomenal. So I think I hope that in the long term um, they realise that and they realise what they what they have you know to play with kind of thing. But what's your general yeah. thoughts on Star Wars in gaming? Because I I played a hell of a lot of Battlefront too. Um, you know, like I bought the Ultimate Edition. I was just like, give, give me everything over time. I've bought like three versions of that game um, and played a hell of a lot of it. And I do think Battlefront two is pretty much the best Star Wars game it's not ever made but it's up there like top 5 it's, it's definitely the best multiplayer mm-hmm. Star Wars game um, and I think they nail the vast majority of that thing over time um, yeah where are you at on Star Wars in gaming what do they actually need to do uh, like if they were going to bring um, Battlefront back or just in general 
I think it's on an upswing. You know, it was in a really mm. dark place when EA had the exclusive <laughs> rights to it and we were only mm. getting those big games from them. But like I say, it seems promising now. I don't like the sound of all the projects that are currently in development. Like whatever um, Ubisoft is going to do with Star Wars scares <laughs> me to my core because yeah. I don't want an Ubisoft game that is just has a Star Wars skin over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the likes of the fact that EA especially seems to now understand what players actually want. You know, they're focusing on more hardcore experiences in some cases like with Star Wars squad, squad Runs, and obviously we've got Jedi Fallen Order 2. Um, mm. I just feel like we need to expand into a bunch of different genres like we are tentatively doing now, and ultimately not make the same mistake that uh, the Marvel um, licenses made within mm-hmm. the gaming space as well, where we got the great um, Insomniac Spider-Man, obviously a single-player driven game there, and then we got the excellent Miles Morales, but outside of that we got uh, the Avengers, and then I feel like Square <laughs> Enix, for instance, even even they quickly realized the mistake of just trying to ultra monetize this already lucrative franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine that the big wig executives see these franchises. They look at the amount of potential money that Star Wars, that Marvel can make, and they want to. They're not content with just making you know a lot of money. They want to squeeze every single drop out of it because they've got this lucrative brand. Why not? But then we got mm-hmm. the Avengers. We saw how that worked. We got Battlefront Two. We saw how that worked um, at launch. Obviously, that was turned around. And I just feel like we need to stop trying to milk these franchises dry (laughs) and focus on making good games first and foremost and i think and i hope that's where we are now that's where we are now with the franchises that are up and running that's where we are now with the projects that are currently in development and Mm -hmm. hopefully the success of something like fallen order can be at least a kind of numbers crunching example that this can work this this process can thankfully work yeah, man. Well, I mean, the, the Star Wars gaming history is pretty damn strong. Like, I mean, you have a, especially across the 2000s, like a massive swath of really recommendable, worthwhile Star Wars games that came out in the yeah. wake of the, at the time, hated prequels. Obviously, they've gone on to be more reappreciated over time. But Star Wars always works best when it's an interactive, playable sandbox anyway, for me anyway. So I think, like, you know, there is still, there are fun things to interact with in a gaming space, and hopefully they figure out a way to do that. In regards to Battlefront 3, though, um, for now, EA are saying, no, it's not worth the license cost, it's not worth... Um, every other factor they're throwing into that, um, and they just can't grease their palms enough right now, so they have to wait until some point in the future. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.